welcome back to another episode of Education, the Teachers Talking Terror podcast, where we watch a scary movie and then talk about it and then freak out about what it would be like being an educator in that world. <laughs> uh, I, I'm one of your hosts, Mike. And I'm Courtney. And we are back this week to talk about uh, Courtney's first entry into the Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, what better way to start off a brand new horror franchise and diving into part six. <laughs> so, Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, part six is today's topic of conversation. Courtney, thoughts. You told me today that you had questions. <laughs> I do. I have a lot of questions. Um, so I was thinking this, first... might, this, might be a, <laughs> this might be a fun way to go through this plot is just Q&A. Because I've seen them all, and I, I'm a nerd about this franchise a little bit. So so my first question when the movie started off, and Tommy and his friend are talking about, like, how they've gotten out of this, um, like, insane mental yeah. hospital. Um, how, like, why is Tommy there? Okay, good question. Tommy is, um, let's see, you've got, in the, in the Halloween franchise which is Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis pops up quite a bit. She's in part yes. one. She's in part two. She's in ha Halloween H2O. She's in Halloween Resurrection. And then she's in the ho all three of the newest Halloween movies. So mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are kind of like this, this uh, you know, yin and yang through the whole series. Okay. And Nightmare on Elm Street, you've got Nancy, mm -hmm. uh, who is in Nightmare on Elm Street part one. She's referenced in part two. She shows up again in part three. And then she's out of the picture until like uh, seven, maybe. Wes Craven's okay. new nightmare. Uh, where she actually plays herself. Like the actress plays Heather Langenkamp. We'll get to that at a different time. So like Freddy has his kind of like nemesis. You know, good person, bad person. Uh, but Friday the 13th doesn't have any because Jason just tends to kill everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's another thing that I had noticed, and that was another one of my questions, is like, does it start off like that, or... No, no. Okay. Uh, and so I don't want to give too much away, because <laughs> there are some twist endings to some okay. early, earlier episodes, but uh, the Tommy Jarvis character uh, originated in Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter. Um, that is the first... Friday the 13th movie where Jason is pure like monster. All okay. right. Um, he, I'm not, I'm going to skip over part one because um, it's got a kind of a twist ending. But in part two, Jason is kind of this like, he lives in a shack out in the woods and he terrorizes the camp, but he has like a, almost like a pillowcase over his head like, he doesn't have the hockey mask yet. Okay. In part three, um, he shows up and he's killing people. But we don't see his full body until... Because there's another character in part three. By the way, part three is, is Friday the 13th 3D. Uh, which is not used with, like, your like traditional 3D goggles. But they just do this thing where... They, they're constantly putting things at the camera lens so it looks like they're in our face. It's, okay. it's totally <laughs> sticky. Uh, like at one point, somebody's playing pool and they, they put the camera like 
right at the butt of the pool cue. So it looks like it's about to hit, like, it's like it's supposed to hit us in the face or something. Uh -huh. But um, in part three, Jace, that's the first one where Jason gets his mask. He takes it off of a person who had been using it as a, like a prank. Uh, and so he's still fairly humanized. Well, in part four, he, he comes back again. But in part four is the first time he's like, he's the Jason that we know him as with the mask and the undead characteristics or whatever. Uh, and so he's murdering people in part four. And then um, Tommy Jarvis is played by Corey Feldman. You would recognize him if you saw him and things. I don't know if you probably don't recognize the name, but uh, Corey Feldman's been in a lot of stuff from the 80s. Um, okay. He was in Gremlins and he was in The Burbs and um, okay. he, was in Go he was in Goonies. I have like, seen he was The Burbs. Yeah, and uh, he was a very popular. Uh, he in the Burbs, he was the like the, like the like the pothead kid that lived next door. Wait, you just said the Burbs. The right? Burbs. Yes. Okay, I thought you With said Tom the Burbs. Never mind. Oh no no no! He wasn't in the Burbs. No no, he wasn't okay. in the Burbs. Never the mind. Burbs with Tom Hanks. Right. Um, so anyway, he was he was very popular in the eighties. He was one of the guy like. Um, Oh, uh, I, of course I'm so out of touch with like today's generation, but in the eighties, he would have been like one of the, like the heartthrobs that would have been like on magazines. And, okay. Um, and so, but he's in part four and he's just a kid and he kind of understands what's going on with Jason a little bit. Of course he's hacking up all these teens or whatever, but um, he had kind of researched a little bit on what was going on with this Jason Voorhees character. And at the end of part four, Tommy Jarvis puts a machete in the side of Jason's head and kills him. Oh. And so Tommy Jarvis shows up in part four. Well, then in part five, Tommy's in a mental institution because he had to murder a guy to save his family. Follow me so far? Yes. And so at the beginning of this one, when they're talking about busting out of the mental hospital, that's what happened in part five. Okay. The crazy thing is um, part four, part five, and part six are all played by different actors. So they just, <laughs> yeah. So it's, no. uh, it's a little, um, and the reason is, is one, because they film these like once a year. So the timeline yeah. in the movie was was over time, but in part four, like I said, Tommy was just a kid. Well, one year later, Corey Feldman wasn't old enough. He was in part five in like a flashback, mm -hmm. but he he wasn't old enough to be like adult Tommy. Okay, so that makes was, more so, sense. So he yeah. was flashback Tommy, and then the guy that the actor that played Jason or not Jason, the guy the actor that played Tommy in part five after they made that movie, like found God and decided that there was too much awfulness in these movies and refused to, you know, come back in his role. Uh, so they oh, okay. cast this other guy, Tom Matthews to play Tommy Jarvis. Um, okay. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So that answers that question, which I mean, yeah, I, I was wondering that from the get go, but I, I didn't want to look anything up because Casey says that I always look things up and ruin them. So I've really tried not to look anything up during these scary movies because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Uh-huh. Um, so then they're heading to, after they've, es they've escaped, they're heading to 
the graveyard to dig up because he wants to um, cremate, he basically. Would, yeah, he, yeah, he wants to make sure he's gone forever. Yes, uh, yes, my... <laughs> because he's having, like, these flashbacks. Um, yeah. Or, like, not flashbacks, but he's, like, seeing Jason. Yeah, which he um, did in part five. Like, he kept having these visions. Okay. So, so at least there's a little bit of plot continuity mm-hmm. here. Uh, my question, though, is, um, you know, we're six movies into Jason Voorhees now, so he's been murdering people for several years. Like, his his kill count is up in, like, the dozens of people. Um, why did he get a proper burial? Like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he... Like, okay, who put he the bell for his headstone? <laughs> Yeah, because he's, I mean, I'd assume he's probably killed everyone that would have cared about him. So, if there was anyone, but yeah, he does. Uh, he, he did he did not kill his mother. <laughs> okay. But that's a that's a part one, part two storyline, so. Okay. But yeah, that's a good question. I mean, and he's got a nice casket and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was... up real like, nice. Yeah, buried, you know, he wasn't just dumped in a hole in the ground. Like, they, no. pro- it was a proper burial. In a graveyard, yes. like <laughs> next to his mother, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's like, huh? Who, who fit the bill <laughs> for that one? Does he have a dad somewhere we don't know about? He probably, yeah, probably feels guilty for not being in the picture. So he I guess him. so. Yeah, I guess <laughs> all these father issues that Jason's yes. dealing with for all these years. So. Yes. Um, so he digs him up, and then he stabs him with um when he sees him he had like had some flashbacks so he put the like a he tore off a piece of like the fence or gate or something and jabbed it through him because have you have you tried to like tear a a cast iron fence apart with your bare hands um i guess it's a movie (laughs) that's what i had to tell myself because (laughs) i also wondered like how Jason had all of these like superpowers as well because because uh, he, he, he yeah squeeze he just squeezed something and cracked someone's skull off because he's strong he got Frankenstein back to life oh, struck by okay. lightning at the most perfect time okay so he was not like super strong in the other no. movies or has he okay no really no like it's like I said this is really like one of the first movies. Part four a little bit where we see like because in part two, um, like when he was still alive, you know, mm-hmm. like he like he would run after his victims, like you know, like unlike Michael Myers, which just yeah. walked everywhere, yeah. like, and it was it was scary because you you know Jason looked, I mean he always, he's obviously in human form, but he yes. like he would like he would you could tell there's emotion there. He would chase his victims. He would run after them, and and it was like you re- the tension was really there because you felt for it, um, and so it was just it was a little nuts because it was like oh man you know but now this is where we really get into Jason just kind of walks everywhere and yes. and just if if you happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time in front of him he he takes care of you yeah uh, and so that makes sense then so he's got this like super strength. 
Man, yeah. I am going to have to... I've just got a list of movies I've got to watch since this. Oh, I love it. See, that's fine. Would, this is what the show's about. I would like to see how his character, like, develops from first through the sixth one. I mean, in all. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Um, so, he... After he was, you know, resurrected, Frankenstein back, he came back. He kills the other kid. Uh huh. Punches up, right through his body. Yep. Like, <laughs> Grabs like his Jake, like, heart out. Yep. Yep. Jason <laughs> is a master of anatomy. He uh, uh-huh. very very quickly just reached in and plucked it right out. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, Tommy takes off running. He ends up at the well. He drives off to the um, sheriff's station, police station, and the sheriff's daughter and some of her friends are in there. Talking, hanging out right before off to summer camp. I'm assuming what it is. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna go. Forest they're gonna Green. go. Oh, yeah, they're gonna go work at Camp Forest Green, which is, which is still the same camp. It's called Camp Crystal Lake. That's like the okay. running camp that Jason, because all of his, for the first several movies, all of these murders happen at Camp Crystal Lake. Okay. Um, and so and that it's was still the up camp and running. Or is that uh, like one of the restaurants that's nasty, so it gets new management? Yes, that's exact. Okay. That's exactly what okay. it is. It's <laughs> it's like it's this rinse and repeat cycle of here's a new movie. Um, like in part one, it was Camp Crystal Lake, and in part two, it was Camp Crystal Lake. In uh, part three, it was there. You know, everybody's like trying to reopen the camp. In uh, part four, it's not campers at Camp Crystal Lake. It's like the summer homes on the other side of the camp kind of thing. Okay. Uh, in part five, that's a whole different story we can get into later. And then here we are back to, let's reopen the camp. It's yeah. like nobody ever fully understands. But then again, the guy dies all the time. So you yes. think, oh, Jason's dead. We could finally yeah. reopen the camp. But mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like this weird, like uh, these slasher movies get this shtick where uh, we've talked about it before. Like, um, like if you have premarital sex, then you're gonna die. But in like yes. in these movies, it's twofold. It's like if you have premarital sex on the campground, then you're gonna die. Yep. Like, yep. like Which, you're I mean, fine happens. if you if yeah if you if you live if you live uh, like two towns away, you're fine. Like no problem. Any other camp? Nope. He just he just stalks this one camp. You know, the only <laughs> camp everybody seems to just want to keep reopening. Like, <laughs> But uh, that's okay. It's it's a prime prime camp. It's too beautiful a lake to let go. Yes, I agree. It's it's pretty in the movie. Um, so Tommy gets sent off, and he's like told, "Don't come back here. Exit my jurisdiction." Which, I mean, I'm assuming that did this sheriff have anything to do with him in previous movies? No. Or he no. just, okay, so he just doesn't want him talking to his daughter, right. filling her head with this stuff. Yeah. Well, right, because it's the whole, Jason's gone, you know? It's yeah. like, it's it's uh, it's the the mythology of it in, for the town. I mean, obviously, it's not going to have a positive impact on the town. Yes. Um, and so it's more the, oh, quit bringing this stuff up, you know, that's, that's history, and you're causing trouble, so uh, we're going to be movie cops and just be absolute jerks and you know yeah uh, nothing gotta new. love a, gotta love a movie cop yes um which like took me back to the first one of the 
maybe it was Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like, listen to your kids because, oh, yeah. you know, yep. Tommy's right. But then, like today, I was thinking in class, we were having our social centers and the kindergartners are all just coloring, playing, and I like to listen to them. And one of them is talking about how at her grandma's house, she saw this spirit come through the vents. And this is not the first time that she's talked about it. It's like the fifth or sixth time. And I'm like, quit talking about scary stuff. Like, you're going to scare your friends. But then part of me yeah. is like, while I don't believe in this keep, stuff, keep it's going. like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, what's <Right>. happening? <laughs> well, reach um, out and see if she'd like to be on the show. Uh, we, <laughs> that would be an adorable episode. Having a little kindergartner on just be. talking about ghosts. <laughs> we'll watch that Casper well, or something. Of, <laughs> One of mine has seen Chainsaw Massacre, and oh, so I told I told Janelle, I'm like, he's gonna have to be on our podcast, and he's yeah. like, I want to be on a podcast. What's a podcast? But right. I'll do it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, a little sidetrack there. No, um, it's all right. Um. So after after everything, he's oh he um, veers off and goes to show him the grave, which right. the grave keep groundskeeper or whatever who i loved he's such a cute little old man oh yeah um, <laughs> had covered up because he's like i'm not getting blamed for any of this i'm not <laughs> right i'm not That's jason's grave as he's drinking down his the rest of oh, his yeah. bottle of whatever they, all, they all, yeah they always have this like mystery bottle of liquor in their pocket <laughs> um so he covers it back up, which is, I mean, it, again, makes Tommy look like a liar and like he's just kind of full of it. And um, so then this is where he gets, Tommy gets arrested. Yeah. You know, for just arguing. Yes. And, Gotta love a movie um, which I guess it's better than what the sheriff said he was going to do if he came back in his jurisdiction, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, as a female wouldn't happen to me, but the poor kid, that would not be a good threat to have. Those aren't no. the kind of earrings that you'd want to wear. No. Um, so Megan has taken an yes. interest in him. Of course she has. And is that, this is where two people had been found yeah, Dead, correct. Uh, yeah. Court and After, um, yes, this is uh, where whatever there, girl he was right shaking there were the camper two, with. Well, before that, we or, had a oh, couple the engaged of, couple. Yes, we had a couple of camper or a couple of counselors on their way, and they got lost looking for the camp. Yes, okay, uh, I'm jumping like is, way ahead. Oh no, it's this is <laughs> this was literally just body count footage. That's all it is. You'll find that is very common with Friday the 13th. There's a lot of just like, not even segue, just a lot of little additional scenes that just, just to kill people okay. uh, and then get back into it. And so, yeah, Darren and Lisbeth are this couple. Yes. Um, Lisbeth is actually played by the director's wife. So there's your reasoning that these two people are in the movie. Um, they're, ca they're counselors that get lost on the way to camp, but they see Jason in the road and they try to threaten him to get him out of the way. And, of course, Jason mm -hmm. just kills them both. Well, you know, and, uh, but that's, seriously, for your first, for your first Friday movie, um, I can understand the, the wealth of questions, but you will see there's a formula to these films. Okay. Uh, 
And so, yeah, this is where we get, you know, the rest of the counselors, like you said, Megan yes. and Sissy, Court, and Paula. Um, and they show up at the police station to report that these other two, Darren and Elizabeth, are missing. Um, yes. So this is, like you said, where Tommy's like, it's Jason. It's got to watch out for mm -hmm. Jason. Which now Megan, apparently, who has the hots for crazy, you know, for crazy, even though we know yeah. he's not crazy, but she's got the hots for crazy, suddenly sees this guy behind bars and her, you know, this is like straight out of like, uh, like the pastor's daughter kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, like, come yep. on. So she's like, oh, he's, he seems like a bad boy. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and so, um, they, whatever, like, it's just a plot device to get him out of jail. Uh, she doesn't yeah. know whether she wants to believe him, but I'm really attracted to him. Uh, and then another cut scene of just reasons for people to die. The the paintball scene, the paintball game. Yes, like, that, just that little dumb. jump scare did get me a little bit because I thought it was going to be Jason coming through. And then it's just like this nerdy little guy. Yeah. Jumps through the bush and he's like, ah! <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah, they're just doing this, like, this little, like, corporate level, like, C mm -hmm. CEO type, like, paintball game out of the woods. Uh, you know, where they're, you know, they're all in camouflage and there's this goofy military music playing. It's just, it's almost like tongue-in-cheek done for laughs. Yeah. Uh, and then Jason shows up and decapitates three of them with one <laughs> swing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, shoves the face of another one into a tree, which, that would hurt so bad. Which, but it ended up with a perfect smiling face. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had the, uh, like, the, uh, yeah, like you like said, like the... the Joe Boxer smiley face. Like, yeah, there just... you go. Thank you. Yeah. That's what it was. It just, uh, I did, I don't remember the man's face looking like that before he met the tree, but, but it's Same. like, that... This movie is that that additional comedy is uncommon for these movies, okay. Um, uh, which is interesting to note. Uh, I did read in the trivia that, weirdly enough, um, the original Scream movie was written by a man named Kevin Williamson. Uh, he also wrote a movie called The Faculty, and he wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer. He was hot in the like mid to late nineties. Uh, everybody wanted to make the stuff he was writing. So Kevin Williamson wrote those movies, and they're very self-referential, especially Scream. You know, they they made a horror movie about the goofiness of horror movies. Well, I read in the trivia that he attributes a lot of Scream's success to this movie because okay. as a kid he saw this movie and understood the influence of, like, kind of making fun of yourself a little bit. Like, they're mm -hmm. already six, they're six movies in, so at this point, like, they're just calling it what it is, and they're adding yeah. a little bit of humor and adding these little jokes, and, uh, you know, and it, it's, it still did very well at the box office, but it was a little ahead of its time, because Scream was huge, making the same type of jokes, um, you know, in this movie, you know, it just, it didn't fire off on the, on the, um, on the audience, but... But yeah, so the paintball people, like, they just get murdered because they, they're they in the woods. Yeah, and I but, I was rooting for that nerdy guy because... Yeah, yeah. But the, the <laughs> he, number one... He was so one, cute. Go ahead. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was very, just like, very dorky. He was, like, running to the next tree thinking nobody could see him. And it's like, right. oh, bud, you're not sneaky. Yeah. No, no. But really the main reason why 
the this party was in this movie was because they had a, a very shiny machete with them, and that was that's Jason's like weapon of choice. That's where he gets so okay. That's where Jason gets another machete, and that was really again the whole reason for them to be in the movie. Okay, so. which I mean, hey, that's. Hey, good thinking you're there. Thinking ahead, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> kids arrive. Yes. Which is also rare for a Friday the 13th movie. You don't know, like, most of the murders in the series, if they happen at camp, they happen before the campers arrive. Okay. Um, so, there's, so, I mean, so you're not running the risk of, like, kids being around all this murder. Uh, but this one brought the kids in. They brought the yeah. kids in, and apparently there's, like, 700 kids and four counselors. <laughs> yeah. So many um, kids. And the bus driver was like so happy to get rid of them too. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure like, every bus driver everywhere yeah. is always happy to get <laughs> you, the kids I up. couldn't do a bus. But yes, so the kids are here and um, the girls, I don't remember what they were talking about, but Court, who is the only guy counselor yeah. for all of these boys, has taken, and he's just, like, sharing this absolutely <laughs> silly story about how rocks ended up, like, in a direction that they were in. <laughs> yeah, it's just nonsense. And <laughs> it's like, dude, I, <laughs> I wish I were as creative with you with those stories because... That's terrible. And I, the boys are like, if this is the excitement, like, this is awful. Yeah. Uh, this is what camp's going to be like. <laughs> and um, so, meanwhile, is it, is this when um, Tommy, sorry, I'm having a blank. Is this where no, Tommy sorry. and Megan meet up? Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, okay. like I said I'm, I'm looking I'm at my plot. I'm lo looking at my plot notes here. This is actually where the sheriff takes Tommy out of town because of yes. the, because of he and Megan kind of yes. making a connection. But Tommy breaks loose, and this is where he leads him on the chase to the cemetery. But the caretaker okay. covered it up. Um, Man, look at so, me throwing uh, us all over the place. It's a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Nobody cares. I don't think. I don't think any of our listeners are going to listen to this and be like, "Oh no, honey, you don't even know." That's not no. what happened. This is, this is not a movie that you watch for the plot. Um, and so, yeah. So this is where, yeah. Then Tommy runs the police over to the cemetery, and the caretakers covered it up. Um, and, like, the sheriff finally gets Tommy out of town, tells him, don't you ever come back, you know. Jason, that night, murders the caretaker, murders another couple. And this is where we get Court and his girl um, yes. making out in the Winnebago. Yes. The extremely massive. Like, these are children. Like, really, Court is 22 at best. At best. And yet... Is driving a full-sized recreational vehicle on his own? But it like, was it was her dad's or her well, stepdad's. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I and I only know that because she, yeah, because she had mentioned she's like, if this thing's burnt up, so and so's gonna kill yeah. me. It's so like, they're, well, uh, you don't have to worry about so and so because Jason's gonna get you first. Yeah, they're they're doing their thing as as a 
early 20s couple would do when they have a Winnebago to themselves. Um, coincidentally enough, the first Friday the 13th movie that has that doesn't show nudity, this one. This wow. is the first one with no nudity. So that kind of lets you know what the path has been for the previous five. Um, so if you're looking for late night viewing, there you go, Courtney. Uh, so they're making out and... Jason, you know, he ends up on the Winnebago. Long, I mean, murders them both. The, I mean, it is what it is. It's kind of a yeah. really cool scene though when the when the Winnebago hits that. And I, okay, I've I've driven a lot in my life, and I know you've also driven a lot, and you're not as much because you haven't had your license as long. How many like ramps alongside the road <laughs> have you come across in your travels? Um, not that none. I haven't either. None and yet, that I can think of. <laughs> I can't. If I if I actually thought about it, I could probably name a good ten movies where there's just a ramp alongside the road, so that when we need to flip our vehicle, <laughs> yep. there's a ramp. This is one of them. So the Winnebago goes crashing to its side with Jason in it, but he climbs out and he's fine because he's undead. We know that. Yes, he's been, he's been shocked back to life, um, and so because now that they're dead. And it, this happened just outside of town. The sheriff thinks Tommy did it. Yes. And the sheriff thinks that Tommy's like delusions of Jason are the are leading him to murder these all these people. So all these deaths, the sheriff who apparently really really hates Tommy. Uh, he does some with no investigation. Against, yeah. yeah. With absolutely Nothing. no investigative technique at all, just. Starts pinning murders on this guy. <laughs> and so uh, that doesn't work well. No. Um, but Tommy's got a plan. And I, this, yeah. this is where... Um, Tommy and Megan show up together. Yes, okay. This is where Tommy and Megan show up together. And um, she, like, rescues him from jail. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of humorous because when the cop had, you know, pointed the gun at Tommy's head and said, like, where the red dot is, it goes bang. And then yeah, yeah. when when Megan had held the gun to that same cop, yeah. Tommy's like, where the red dot is, and the gun goes yeah. bang. <laughs> so I thought that was just kind of humorous. Like, oof, <laughs> there it is. I'm not the, uh, I'm not the clown so... with the big red nose. Like... Yes. <laughs> It's just silly, uh, but it, I mean, it's it's humorous writing. Like, yes. you would never you would never mistake this movie for a comedy, but it's like, okay, that was kind of funny. Which does kind of compare it to summer camp because, like, there were times yeah. that yeah. I was laughing in summer camp. Um, right. So they're heading out. They're being chased down because somebody has recognized them, or they yeah. they had come into a, a block off. And so they, like, turned around, he called it in, and the sheriff's like, that's my daughter. Right, yeah. Because, of course, she's driving, like, this muscle car. Yes. And yeah. she's real quick to, like, you know, when they think, when she thinks they're spotted to, like, shove Tommy's head down in her lap. Uh-huh. So and he can stare at her crotch. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, I'll stay here. How weird is that for an actress? Because they kept, like showing his point of uh -huh. view so it's like how weird would that be for the actress to be like okay you just sit here we're gonna set this camera right here in your lap and just point it at your crotch 
Yeah, but don't worry. We'll keep. We'll just do it once, but we will keep cutting back to it in the yes. film. Yes, because it's like it's not like anything moves down there, you know. No. But uh, but it was, <laughs> you know, busted, you know. So yeah, they eventually get stopped. Um, but Tommy's plan was if we can get Jason back to Camp Crystal Lake and kill him there. Mm-hmm. Like Jason's or Tommy's just convinced that that'll be the end. Like we can yeah. murder him once and for all. It's like, oh, I don't know if you can, but well, you take your shot guy. You got yes. it. And I mean, his, his idea was like, it was well thought out for everything that had been going yeah. through his head. This must've been like what he was thinking about in this insane asylum right. mental yeah. hospital. Because he got Megan on board with this plan in a hurry. Yes. Yes, very quickly, which takes she's you back. Thirst- like, she's thirsty. She is thirsty. <laughs> like, it's disturbing because she's supposed to, I guess, supposed to be playing a teen, but I don't think she's a teen. No, um, she... You no, know, so yeah. we'll put her early 20s. But she's attractive. She's like, very, She's a yes. pretty girl, and she's clearly outgoing. It's like, you don't have any other suitors? You don't have any boyfriend or boyfriends going on? Like, you just pick up guys... At the jail? Yeah, like, none of them are bad enough for her. Like, that's she why you come adrenaline. in and talk to your dad. Like, you, yeah, like, she co- like where'd you meet your buddy? Oh, we met at the bar or mutual friends. She's like, I met him in jail because yep. I hang out with my dad. <laughs> um, And so then they're back at the camp finally, and Jason has just, like, killed everything in his way. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it's um, Jason. He's he's a tornado yeah. of destruction. Yeah, the only thing that he didn't kill was the little girl. Right. Which again, he left, that he almost he was ready to. Um, he was yes, and then I think he had heard something. Yeah, somebody some, had made something. a noise, and, and so he left. He spared her life. Yeah, he kills. Um, he's already he's killed Sissy and Paula. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and so this is. Uh, you know, but Megan has provided the the alibi for Tommy uh, yes. because once they get stopped, you know, she points out that Tommy's been with me for the past few hours. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the dirty dancing defense of like, there's no way Johnny was out with her because he was with me. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming seen you've seen. Dir- oh my god, you yeah. haven't seen dirty dancing. I <laughs> but even I'll went agree like with the. You. I even went the chick flick route of making a reference to a romantic movie, and you're like, nah, nothing. Oh, yeah, fair no. enough. We'll, we'll keep it horror here on the show. So I'll just can't nod go my cro- head and agree with you. I can't, like, yeah. can't go cross curricular with you. <laughs> nope, please don't. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so Megan's like, uh, it's got to be somebody else because Tommy's had his head in my lap for, for the last hour. <laughs> He's been um, staring at the crotch for a while. And so. so there's no way that he, there's no way Tommy flipped over that Winnebago. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, well, lock Tommy up. And this is where, you know, uh, they send all the police, um, yes. you know, out. And, you know, so now everybody's at the camp, like you said. Yes, everybody. And um, this, like, which did you kind of get the vibe that, like, this more attractive, younger-looking cop. Like, I think he kind of had a thing for Megan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, he had, when the he sheriff had it out was for like, her, that's yeah. that's my daughter, like, the, that cop was like, mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, but he was, he was full of himself because he was, like, checking himself out at one point. 
Oh, yeah. Making sure he looked okay. Yeah, he um, was very... And, like, trying to, like, you know, sweet talk her a little bit, you know. But, no, he, he had it out for her, but... <laughs> Sorry, she he's he's on the wrong side of the bars for her. Yeah, and um, so this is where they all head out there. The um, the two cops end up getting killed by yeah. Jason, yeah. and one of them, like his head, was ripped off. Uh huh. The other one, I don't. Jason doesn't how. screw around. No, he doesn't. No. Um, I don't remember how the other one was killed. Uh, I don't remember either. But it really probably doesn't matter. Um, he was, matter. you know, probably just pulled apart, and right. then he he kills Megan's dad. Yeah, Megan's after, dad's death was kind of cool. After Megan's dad had shot him with that shotgun, and it like uh-huh. knocked him down, and I was like, really, all of the things in this movie that have not killed this guy, and this this shotgun kills him. But then, I know, of course, yeah, I, he jumps I back know up. I, yeah, I know I say this every week, but man, to to be able to experience these movies for the first time like you are, it's like, I, I'm so envious because, <laughs> again, I've seen it so many times. And, you know, it's like, I know better. But for you to be like, really? And I'm like, I know, oh, I, I was love like, it. are you kidding me? <laughs> no. This, this but is how you he figure, goes. You figure but he was yes. boss. Co- he was the boss cop, so he got a yes. little bit more fighting time in. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, but no, he uh, he died. Yeah, so he he shot him a few times and then died. And this is where we can't skip over how he died, though. Do you remember how Megan's dad died? I just watched it last night. I should remember how he died. Like like Jason like literally folds him backwards in half. Why do I not remember that? I don't know. It's worth going back to take a look, though. Like, literally, like, just... He, like, bends him backwards and, like... He just literally folds him in half backwards. That's so weird because, like, I even remember the one camp counselor's head falling out of the cop car. Yeah. When I want to say... Megan and, and goes, again, I, like, I remember... Right. Huh. Um... I want to say he was on the ground, and uh, I'm looking it up right now, because I want to make sure that I'm... Yeah, because he... uh, (laughs) It's crazy. It's part six, and um, like the sheriff is Jason's 53rd victim in in the movies, Um, and it's an honorable mention... And the top ten most brutal Jason kills. Um, How did so, I? I don't know. Where'd you go? I don't know. Well, we should be okay because it's still downloading to yours, and I can upload to mine. Um, yeah, he he's folded backwards because Megan's looking for her dad, and Jason folds him backwards in half. Um, and that took him out, hmm. which was cool. Uh, and so, yeah, Megan is about to bite it now. Jason's about to kill Megan. Yes. Uh, and Tommy's plan is, I'm going to go out in the middle of the lake, and I got a boulder and a chain and a fire going, and, you know, I'm going to basically put the boulder, put the chain around Jason's neck and let the boulder take him to the bottom. We're going to drown him. Yep. 
Tommy, you just resuscitated the man. He was already dead. You yeah. watched him get electrocuted back to life, and now you think he could die again? No. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Um, <laughs> so Megan is about to die. Jason's just about to kill Megan, and then Tommy starts hollering after him, you know, come here, maggot head. Like, Which is you explaining that Jason was already killed by Tommy explains why he wanted, because I'm thinking, like, why, why did it care that it was Tommy? Like, Tommy brought him yeah. back to life. He shouldn't have wanted yeah. to kill him. Right. But, so uh, that, but no, that Jason, that. yeah. Apparently Tommy's the only one that can interrupt Jason because Jason's never stopped killing before. So no. Jason realizes, okay, that's the guy that I want. I was I was resting eternally peaceful in my grave and you woke me from my eternal slumber. <laughs> uh, and now I you made me grouchy. And that's just, this yep. is grouchy Jason. Um, so, and it works. The plan really works. You know, Tommy puts the boulder and chain around Jason's neck, uh, traps him underwater, but um, Jason, like, just from below, just destroys the boat. Yes, and, he, you he know, comes which forces, and... yeah, which forces Tommy to go underwater. Um, and so they're having this like choke fest, and uh, we believe. Well, Tommy then drowns. Uh, Megan yeah. just comes to the rescue. It's like it's like Baywatch now. Um, Megan comes in to save Tommy, and Jason grabs her leg, and he's gonna kill her. Uh, hey, welcome back. Um, and uh, and so she's very resourceful. She uh, is. Jason, Jason's pulling her underwater. Again, keep in mind, we've watched this man just rip people's heads off, yes. fold people in half, but he's got her by the ankle and he can't keep her underwater. And but that's she... how I felt with him and Tommy because it's like they're fighting on this boat and it's like Jason, which again, I get they do it for movie purpose, but it's like, why can't you just crack his skull? Like, right. just do it. You, just rip his arm off. Like, you did it to other people. you do it. Yeah, I know. It I is, mean... It, you really got to suspend your, your belief for a lot of these movies. I mean, granted, we know, obviously, that none of it is realistic at yes. all. But still, like you said, like, why are you pulling your punches now, Jason? Like, just mm -hmm. do what you've been doing the whole yes. movie. Um, but uh, Megan, like, kind of gets herself, like, onto the boat a little bit, even though Jason's still pulling at her, but Jason must have taken a breather because he gives her a long, long enough time to like pull start the motor like two or three times before yeah. it finally starts. And luckily the blades of the motor were just right at Jason's throat. Right there. Uh, and uh, so chops up his throat and a bunch of just bloody gunk comes to the surface. Yes. And, and uh, I do... Since I have, you are more like critique of movies and that aspect of like lighting and things. And uh, I know that's something I, I did like about this movie. And at that point, like, because it kind of left to your imagination what was coming up, but you knew it was part of his insides. Yeah. But I liked just the natural, like the moonlight, the little camp lights. Like that's yeah. all that was happening during this. Right. Moment. Yeah. And, and I've, like you mentioned, and I've referenced it before, like, like, the technology of getting lighting out over the lake wasn't necessary. So I, I love that they're like, let's just let yes. the moon light this thing yes. and go with because it. Because it um, made it scarier, too. I yeah, because it felt you know, like, wow, that you yeah. really filmed that on a lake. Um, but Tommy, who, of course, has already drowned, luckily he's got a second life. <laughs> Megan, you know, because again, like, 
Jason holds him underwater. We saw he we saw him lose his, his breath. He lost mm-hmm. his life. He drowned. And then and then Megan comes and runs into dives into the lake. And then she fights it out with Jason. And then she brings Tommy back yeah. to shore. Like he's dead. <laughs> like you know, it it was it had to have been several minutes yes. of being underwater. Yes. After his final breath. Um but then again, he was in a mental institution, so his brain is wired a little differently. Maybe he, he did have a little, a little more gas in the tank. Uh, but she revived him with CPR. Uh, the kids are all cheering because they've just witnessed murders. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yay, Tommy's alive. Yay. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's kind of how the movie ends is we cut to Jason still like dead underwater held down by the boulder and then we close up on his eyes and it opens it opens because you can't um, kill what you can't yeah. kill him you can't kill him he's, and I'll, he's I'll, I'll, anchored I'll, to the lake's like ground right. and he still is just alive yeah and i will uh, give you a little little sneak peek of friday the 13th part 7 the new blood um Part seven starts with Jason at the bottom of the lake, still okay. tied down. So a little bit more, I won't say continuity, but, but I don't at know least, if I want to swim in lakes anymore. Yeah. Well, like you never... not, not, it's just one lake. You only yeah, have to worry about true. Camp Crystal Lake. Yes, as long as, yeah, there. as long as you avoid Camp Crystal Lake in New Jersey, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's where all this takes place is New Jersey. They never officially say it, but it's everybody knows it's New Jersey. Now you do too. So yes. Jason is just waiting for an opportunity to return. New uh, blood. Friday the are your first Friday the Thirteenth movie. I'm so it proud was. of you. So I have proud now of you. seen everything that like um, people dress up as for Halloween. Well, besides yeah. Scream, I, ha- I haven't seen Scream. In, um, in the first, yeah, in the first eight weeks of the podcast, you yeah. knocked out Freddie, Jason, and Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Nice. See, I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew it'd pay off. I knew that tweet would work out in your favor. It it did. That's what you wanted. You were looking for somebody to watch scary movies. Yes, and I got it. I yeah. This I was seven years old. Well, no, I was not yet seven when this movie came out. I turned seven the year this movie came out. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm 43 next month. (laughs) So there you go. Um, All right. So do you want to go to grading or do you have more questions? Um, I I pulled up the plot here after I, you know, stream just got us out of order. And I think that that answers most of my questions. Okay. Yeah, no other character in this movie was of any importance. Like okay. I said, your questions about where Tommy came from, um, like I said, his his introduction was two movies prior, and the last movie also featured him. And okay. So, uh, yeah, because yeah, a lot he of had it a three-movie like... run. Okay. He had a three-movie run, for sure. So... Uh, and then the guy, like, here we are, the most, the, the actor, well, stuntman, 
The stuntman most famous for playing Jason Voorhees, his name is Kane Hodder. Um, he had, like, we're on part six, and he hasn't even played Jason once yet, let alone being, like, the guy who's played him more than anybody. So that wow. just goes to show you how long this franchise is. Yeah. If you're six movies in, and it's been six different actors. <laughs> this one has a, a, a soft spot in my heart, because the actor who, <laughs> the actor who plays Jason Voorhees is C.J. Graham. Uh, a name you may remember. I don't remember. Was he around your time in high school or not? He, yes, he was. Because he he was a year younger than me, and he thought that my okay. dad looked like Lex Luthor. Luthor, however Lex you say Luther's, it. Which, Le, Lex Luthor's bald. I know, but I just remember that he got a picture with my dad at the graduation because my dad was helping handing out the diplomas and mm. he's like in a suit he really looks like lex which no surprise but i haven't seen the movie so i didn't know who oh it's all right it's it's like <laughs> superman's number one villain okay and he's just a really smart guy like that's all lex luther is he's not super powered he's just a really smart person okay so you're, it's all right but no i uh i i don't see it but that's okay but yes i do he was a year younger than me. So, yeah, he uh, he played he played Jason Voorhees. All right, so uh, should we grade it? Yes. All right, let's hit the grade book. As always, we start with your grade. <laughs> I'm interested to see how you grade your first Jason Voorhees movie. Okay, so I feel like my grade kind of changed a little bit because after having those questions answered. But not a lot. So That's I was right. going to give it a B, a B minus because I was like, how, how is all of this like happening? Uh -huh. um, but after you explained like he was Frankenstein back, so he's got these superpowers and things because it was just so unrealistic to just crack people's skulls oh, and yeah. just rip their heads yeah. off. Right. Um, again, not a lot, but it's going from a B minus to a, like a low B plus. Oh wow! Maybe plus. Wow. I I don't know. I I'm really liking these though because. Oh, I love it. They've all just been so different, but I mean, my lowest grade has been like a C. And yeah, and that was just terrifying, these, and that's only because that wasn't yes. like our thing. Yes, and it's like yeah, even though there's not like a whole lot of plot to this, again, it's things that like could happen, and I'm not a very good swimmer. Like I I have to plug my nose. When I go right. under, I'm a terrible swimmer. So that end part where he's on the boat looking down and it's like pitch black and he doesn't know where Jason is, that's scary. Yeah, I got and... you. I got you. <laughs> B plus. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with that. Um, but yes, you know, I enjoyed that's this. That's awesome. Uh, and... I would give... Oh, go ahead. I cut you off. You weren't done. No, I was just going to say, and like I said, like after some of my questions were answered, it made gotcha. more sense. So after after you studied. Yes. <laughs> your, your grade was better after a study <laughs> session. Um, I would give this movie, oh, if I were grading it, it's, again, I see I fall into the trap, and we talk about it every week, of I have to stop comparing like, because yes. in my mind, it's like, I've seen all the Fridays, so where does this fit? Like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. uh, so as a standalone, I would give this, 
I'd probably give it a B minus. Okay. Um, because it, I, it's short. The plot is there, and I'm fine with all of that. But I could have gone without, like, the paintball scene and, you know, like, really the paintball scene. That, that one scene yeah. alone. The, the, two, the two counselors getting killed at the beginning of the movie was still felt very extra. But at mm-hmm. least you tied it into they're friends of ours. They didn't show up. Yes. You know, which that's why Megan and her friends ended up at the police station, which yes. is how she met Tommy. So it's like at least they helped move the plot along. They were more mm-hmm. than just two dead bodies. Um, but the, like, they never found the dead bodies of the corporate paintball retreat. Yeah. Like, it it literally was just there because the writer thought, this will be funny. And then they mm-hmm. filmed it. And then that was it. It was just just to give Jason a few more people to kill. Um, and it just yeah. didn't fit for me. So, like, it would be like if a student was turning in an essay and then decided to spend... I was just spend, thinking. <laughs> and then decided to spend two paragraphs talking about something random. Yep, I was just you know, thinking. It's like when you're trying to hit that word count for Mrs. Layfair. Yes, And yes. you don't know what to do, so you go, and then on the fourth day, you know, it's like you're adding right. all That's of these exactly extra Right, that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> everything, everything else was fine. Like I said, it's still a passing grade. Um, and it would have been higher minus that scene. However, you did say padding the word count like you did in essays. This movie was 86 minutes long. So you take out that paintball yeah. scene, you're looking at a movie now that's like 75 minutes long. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's bare. Like, there's episodes of TV that are longer than that. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, so that, it really was a filler type scene. Yeah. But I do, I do like how brisk it is. It keeps moving along. You get plenty of kills. You know, they're creative. The characters aren't terrible. You got bad movie cops. Um, you know, so B minus is, is the vote or not the vote, the grade it's getting for me. So what educational lesson do you have from this? Like I mentioned earlier, it's, it was kind of hard for me to stray away from listening to listening to your kids, listening to your peers, listening to people, because it's like, again, yes, this kid just came from a mental hospital but also i mean he he's been through a lot he's seen a lot like why is he flipping out the way he is like what what's made him flip this switch or turn like this like pay attention to those things and this sheriff i mean he was just he hated on this guy for no reason and that's like have some empathy i mean you know Put yourself in his shoes. See what's going on. Like he, like we know that he escaped from a mental hospital, a mental institution. The cop didn't even do any backgrounds on the guy. No. Had he looked into it, he would have found he had a medical history of mental disturbances. Didn't even do that. It's just like, oh, you said the word Jason, so get in jail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, my daughter thinks you're cute. Get out of town. Yes. Good lord. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, dude, you'd still be alive had you listened to him. 
Uh huh. Maybe. Well, maybe. I mean, in theory, yeah. Yes. Again, they never really did figure out how to stop Jason. Clearly, yeah. when they did intervene, it didn't work. No. Uh, but yeah, there was the likelihood it would you would have made it outside of the runtime of the movie. Yes. Um. So I like that educational lesson again. Just listen to your kids. Listen to your kids. My educational lesson would be, um, parents. And I know we talk about educational lessons, but this is what I would say to parents. If you feel uncomfortable with where your children are going on a field trip, don't let them go. This camp has been murder central for a, for years. Years. And yet, how many parents loaded their kids up on a bus yes. to go to camp there anyway? Yes. Um... There have been birthday parties that my children have been invited to that we have not let them go simply because of the safety that we feel for where they're mm -hmm. going. Um, and it's not popular. And we try to figure out a way to kind of talk them out of it, you know. Um, but there's just certain things that we aren't. Again, I, you know, my wife's a nurse. And so she tends to think a little bit more on... The, the uh, if something bad's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I I've come a long way in that department as well. You know, I played football in high school, but I'm not going to let my son play football. I know too much about the damages yes. of yes. the sport, that kind of thing. So, like, mm -hmm. there's been things where, like, you know, hey, we're having a birthday party at the skating rink. Can you can you come? And we're like, oh, you don't know how to skate. And kids break their arms all yes. the time, you know, or the kid like. The neighbors next door have a trampoline and our kids have wanted it. And we're like, eh, no. And we've told the parents like they could come over and hang out, but we don't want them jumping on the trampoline. Mm -hmm. Why? Because people get hurt. Yeah. And I understand. I don't get me wrong. I know that there's for everyone, every parent like me, there's parents that are like, you got to let your kids be kids. And I'm like, but if I'm, I'm not denying them a childhood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, Hey, uh, practice a little risk assessment and determine <laughs> if it's worth it. Um, yes. You know, and so, you know, I've had I've had that conversation with, uh, you know, like um, a, even a teacher at school that when my son was younger, he was climbing on the monkey bars and fell. And he didn't like get wounded, but mm -hmm. he knocked the wind out of him and he cried or whatever. And, you know, and I didn't, I, I wanted the full story, but it was, well, we go out here to practice motor skills and whatever. And I'm like, in my first thought was, I'm not, I, I'm not you. I'm not going to try to take the places of your, of your teacher. But I'm thinking, you can't teach motor skills. When, they, they have to be five feet in the air to do it. Yeah. And my rule is, like, like with monkey, because this year, I feel like so many kids have been hurt on the monkey bars. Yeah. So many kids. Um, but it's like... Kids will, and even when we went to the apple orchard for our mm -hmm. first field trip, we, I had kids getting up on that, like, little... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever you call it. The little dumb yeah. thing. And then they're like, Miss Jones, help me get down. And it's like, okay, if you can't get down, then do not get back up there. Like, right. Exactly. If you, if you have to have an adult come to get you down, right. you're going to hang from the monkey bars because you're, I mean, you're too scared to jump, then... Right. Don't, don't, don't you do the monkey bars. You shouldn't be up then. there. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and we have, we've let our kids on them when they were younger, but we're usually like right there with them, you know, yes. just to be that little security blanket to, if mm-hmm. you look unsteady or I want you to push yourself as far as you could go. But when you feel unsafe, I'll help you down. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and so that'd be my message is, you know, do a little risk assessment. Don't be afraid to be that parent or teacher even that says, I'm not comfortable with this. Because you'll look it out for the safety of kids. Like, yes. Jason Voorhees was on the verge of murdering children. These ch- Why were the children even there? Yeah. You slapped a different name on the camp and sent the kids anyway. Like, yep. you know, if someone were to say, hey, uh, let's go, let's go spend the night in that haunted mansion where all those people died. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I, Maybe not. I like scary. I like scary stuff, but I'm not going to do yes. that. Uh, I hope if, you're if alive you tomorrow. The name. Yeah, but but what if it, what if we exactly? But, it's but it's what not if, the Barton yeah. Villa Insane Asylum anymore. It's actually just like the old closed down hospital. Yeah. So like yeah, we could it's go the Bartonville Mental Hospital. Yes, yeah. we could. Yeah. we could stay there. Just change the name and it's fine. Like, ah, uh, pass. So, uh, but no, like that so would be. Places to do that. <laughs> just, just, you know, a little new paint job. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Under new ownership. <laughs> and Jason, you can't trick him though. He'll be, he'll be there. So, uh, but no, that, that's, uh, that's a good, uh, I, I, it was fun. This is a fun episode. Um, yes. just, the movie was goofy, and that's okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't scary, but it was still like horror. Um, yes. And I'm glad you got a little Jason under your belt now. All right. Last week we talked about we shuffled. Yes. And you said that you kind of didn't want to, but you did anyway. Uh-huh. Um. So here we are this week. Do you have a suggestion, or do we want to shuffle? Okay. If you have not seen Smile yet, I have not. Um, I would like to do one of the movies we talked about last week, either Smile, um, Get Out, or what was the other one that we talked about? Or Us. Or or Us, yeah. Um, let's do Smile, because I haven't seen it, and I know my wife wants to watch it too, and so it'll check some boxes. I really want to watch it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll watch Smile for next week. Um, and I really don't... I know a little bit, like, I'm like you, like when you said that you're, you know, that your husband's like, oh, you always ruin it by looking into stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't care if a plot is spoiled for me. I really don't. Yes, you know, same. there are, there are some movies that I, if, if I see critics that I trust and they're like, the less you know about this movie, the better. Most of the time I'll take that to heart and be like, okay, I'm not going to investigate it. Um, you know, it'll be fine. And there have been movies that I wished I wouldn't have spoiled the plot on. Uh, but ultimately, whatever. You know, it's not hurting anybody. It's just yeah. my, you know, but so, oh, don't ruin it. It's, I'm, I'm just the one that curious. It. Like, I yeah. want to know. Because if there's coming a twist coming up, like, I hate that I don't know why something doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of it for me, too, is if I don't, if I don't spoil it for myself first, I'm headed straight to the internet to figure out, okay, what, yes. what did I miss? Like, yes. um, 
And so I don't know. I, this movie's one that I I just really don't know much about. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's got good. Uh, 79% of the critics on Rotten Tomato liked it. 78% of the fans on Rotten Tomato like it. Um, and so I've heard good things. I mean, I've read people that are against it, but it's a horror film. I mean, you know, yeah. we're the people that have been against the Terrifier movies and people are out there saying that, you know, give it the Oscar. Yes. It's the best movie ever. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you need to see more movies. So, oh, smile. Smile for next week. Thanksgiving week, too. It's got a good looking cast, so it can't be too bad. Looking As in attractive cast, cast? Yeah. is that what you mean? Yes, yeah. Yes, like attractive. I don't know yeah. if I've ever heard of any of them. Um, let's see, Cal Penn was in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Uh, which, you, who cares? Uh, you probably are like, I don't know that movie. Um, <laughs> yep. Let's see. Judy Reyes um, is in... She's in a TV show. It's one of the Chicago shows, I think. Uh, no, she was in Scrubs. Okay, I knew... I was thinking about okay. Chicago, like the Chicago Hospital one. No, she she was on Scrubs. She was... Um, oh. Um, Donald Faison's wife on the show. He played... Uh, what was his name? Chris, he was Turk. Um, okay. Did you ever watch, you know what's, I, what's yeah, Turks? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, he was like her, because she's like Hispanic. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are the two names I recognize. Uh, this other lady, I recognize her face, but. But yeah, it uh Okay, the only one I recognize it just looks mm-hmm. wise, not name, and it's because he's been on Criminal Minds. Um, Is who? Kyle Gallner. Okay. And I actually, he, I actually James Heathridge. I think I just watched the episode of that that had him in it. Huh. Kyle Gallner. I click because, of course, I'm in my Plex server. So when I click on an actor, it shows me everything I have that I've seen him in. Oh, and he's been in SVU. Yeah. Kyle Gallner was in the most recent Scream movie. He's in Smile. He was in a Wes Craven. Wes Craven's the guy who wrote and directed Nightmare on Elm Street. He was in a a really good Wes Craven little thriller called Red Eye with uh, Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams. It's it's really it's Ooh, a I like it's a her. It's, it's it's a good one. It's a really good thriller. Um, and he was in Jennifer's Body, which came out in two thousand nine. Uh, That's with and then Megan. Uh, Megan isn't it? Megan, Fox. Megan Fox. Yep. Megan Fox and uh, Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Um, and then, uh, but what's I'm looking at here because all those movies are like two thousand nine, two thousand five. But then he was in one of my favorite. Uh, is kind of under the radar comedies called Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, my my friend As Curtis Bobby's and I, buddy. Yeah, my friend Curtis and I uh, we we could quote we could <laughs> we could probably quote that movie pretty close to verbatim. Uh, the lead in Smile is Sosie Bacon, who her parents are Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. 
Uh, Kevin Bacon was in Footloose. Kevin Bacon was in the original Nightmare or the original Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, he was in Tremors. He was in uh, Eyes Wide. No, 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 not that one. Stir of Echoes. Um, he's one of those guys. Like he's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his wife uh, was also a uh, pretty, I'd say, pretty popular actress in the mid '90s, early okay. 2000s. So, and now they have a kid old enough to be in a movie that we're going to talk about yeah. next week. So. That's where Judy well, Reyes is from. Devious Maids. Oh. See, I'm like, she's from Scrubs, and you're like, she's <laughs> Which from Devious Maids. I have Devious seen Maids. Scrubs, but I had right. to look at her picture better, and she's from IMDb. She's Devious Maids. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, I think we're in good shape for Smile. It'll be our second 2022 release in eight and nine weeks. Um, so, wow. see, fans, if you're watching at home, uh, listening on your podcast app. Uh, we don't just talk about old stuff. We talk about new stuff, too. We're equal yes. opportunity horror fans. <laughs> um, if, and we haven't had any, well, we've had one. Uh, if you have any recommendations that you'd like to hear us cover, uh, feel free to drop it in the comments or drop it on our social media, one of our social media channels, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and I guess what's left of Twitter. Uh, you know, the writing, I, the way I understand it, the writing is on the wall for Twitter. Uh, since Elon Musk okay. bought it, it it may be a matter of days before Twitter just gets shut down. Um, I mean, I don't tweet a lot, but I do like to tweet dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah, well, he's pretty much run everybody off. Like, he gave an ultimatum a couple of days ago of everybody needs to come back to the office. Everybody that's left that he hasn't fired. Gave him an ultimatum. Come back to the office, work extra hours, because things are going to be intense, or there's the door, and I'll pay you three months severance pay. Wow. And hundreds of them were like, see ya. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Wow. I bet you could find a job in three months. Oh, for sure, yes. Because everywhere is hiring, so. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, engine software engineers and yeah. Um, all right, so find us on our social media, like I mentioned. Again, drop comments below, share your thoughts. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, we've had like the Nightmare on Elm Street episode on YouTube kind of gained a little comment traction. It was like, oh right, things are heading yeah. in the right direction, and then, <laughs> and then it went quiet real quick. So, uh, but we do have people listening. We do have yes. downloads and, and watches each week, so that's Ooh. good. So chime in, let us know what you think, because we're coming back next week to talk about Smile. So this should be for, a good one. It should be. I'm excited for it. So for Dedication, I'm Mike. And I'm Courtney. And we will see you guys next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>